1: Little late week matinee edition of the intentional foul as we sit here Thursday afternoon. But uh, as we look at it, this is our basically first opportunity to do this because yeah. you and you and I both look like we're dragging.
0: Well, <laughs> it's been a long couple weeks. It's, yeah. it's
1: back to the basketball season. As much as we say that we missed it, I knew once it got here, it'd be a couple weeks before we would be like, "Oh my god, this is brutal."
0: Well, it, yeah. I mean, especially you know, I get home at five. I come home for an hour. I try to shove some food in my mouth. Let my dog get out of the cage for a little bit, and then by six fifteen, six twenty, out the door. I'm driving to Craig or Parker, mm-hmm. and we're not home till nine o'clock again. So, it's it's some long days, and we've yeah. had three of them in a row. Oh, man. So,
1: yeah, and we've seen some interesting basketball along the way. We don't. That's have to, code for shitty. Well. We can get to that later. We don't even have to discuss it, but that's what's going on, and that's why we are in Studio B with this latest episode on a Thursday afternoon. But
0: Euchre's belting them out upstairs. I don't know if you can hear this or not.
1: We are just in time to record this for Super Wild Card Weekend. That is what the NFL has named this i think they could drop the super i just like wild card weekend but of course if you have an extra game i guess that extra
0: game makes it so much super It's super yeah
1: very super um so yeah the playoffs are here uh i looked at some of our uh our, our predictions at least mine i kept track of mine uh nailed five out of the seven afc teams the nfc i was not good and in each conference championship I have one team that didn't even make the playoffs.
0: Oh yeah, nice. So nice.
1: I I'm counting on at least making one competitor in the Super Bowl. And
0: well, that, I think we both had Kansas Chiefs. City, yes. so yeah, so that's, that's,
1: that's that's how easy. that's going to hold up for me, but um yeah, things will get mixed around. We'll talk about the matchups. Um I'm I'm stoked. I mean, we're going to have a couple of high school games on Saturday, so I'm not going to get to watch much of it, but I I plan on Sunday. Having walled. I like the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really do. They're fun. I I mean, I have no investment. But well, it, but Not it's, the AFC, you don't. But it's just different though. Yeah. It's just different. I mean, I don't have any investment this weekend. I don't care who wins or who loses, but it's just it, there's just something different. So, um Well, there's
0: stakes. Yeah. You know.
1: Stakes are higher. Yeah. Ab- absolutely. Um so the final week of the regular season, we don't have to recap every game because a lot of them didn't matter, but there were some games that that did matter, and some decisions that were made that were not intelligent and
0: controversial to say yes, the least. And
1: people got crushed for it. And we'll go through some of that stuff. Um,
0: yeah, we're kind of gonna we're not gonna run through every game no. like we usually do because at this point, it if you don't know who won those games, I don't know what rock you live under. It's Thursday, right? <laughs> You're right.
1: So, uh, I mean, just to quickly recap, Packers beat the Bears. There was that little window, as always, with the Packers where Chicago was threatening and it seemed like it could get away, and then they pulled away um, and locked up the number one
0: seed. And, well, again, uh, play calling ends up being the downfall for Chicago. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're, it's 21-16 to 16 in the third. You're driving. You've got a nice six eight minute drive going you've converted a couple of fourth downs you're like four for four for the game you get another fourth and a foot get cute and you decide to throw the football and you the guy that you would normally throw to on that play mooney just goes out with an injury the play before i i don't i don't know what the hell they were thinking there um but you get what you deserve (laughs) you just do and uh you know I think the game was a little bit more competitive than the final score. For sure. Um, for sure. You know, and I think the, I mean, the, the, the Trubisky, uh, I, I guess for lack of a better term, hate from the the media, I think, I think at this point has gone a little f- too much. I thought he played pretty well, mm-hmm. actually, the other day, with the exception of that late stupid interception that he threw. Uh, but, I mean, at one point he was like 26 for 30, and granted, he's not throwing 30 yards down the field. Right. But you still, you know, you still got to be accurate with the throws that you're making. Um, but I don't know what the hell has happened to this Bears defense.
1: Like, And, and you had, we, we had were texting during the game at one point, and it was to the point of Pagano, you know, being a, a little soft, Lafleur kind of owning him in the scheme big time. and twice. Yeah. Um and really and credit to Rodgers, he found nearly every receiver or tight end that was covered by a linebacker.
0: Every single one. Well, and once Roquan Smith went out of That's the a game, big loss. you know, he's yeah. a he's a tackling machine yep. and yeah, they just exploited that matchup. But I mean, there were a couple times where even the announcers were like, "What are they what are the Bears in? What are they doing?" I mean you got you got Packer receivers just running free mm-hmm. and uh you know I, I mean Pagano he was he he had some success as a head coach with the Colts. He was a successful D coordinator with the Ravens. So I'm not saying he's a moron. This isn't like a Packer fan Dom Capers thing where you just <laughs> think the guy doesn't know anything. I just think that considering the personnel the Bears have on the defensive side of the ball, you're talking about Mac Hicks, uh, Roquan Smith, Eddie Jackson, Kyle Fuller, Trevathan, like you've got playmakers over there, and you're just you're not able to force any turnovers. You're not able to get to the quarterback. I mean, Jesus, the Packers lose Bakhtiari. They have to shuffle their old line. You got a guy playing left tackle who hasn't played there all year. They had one sack. I mean, Rogers was barely touched that whole game. They didn't have a sack on him the first game. I mean, you're talking 120 minutes of football. You got one sack?
1: I didn't understand why they didn't absolutely overload the line and totally blitz that side for a guy who's out of position. Something, and, and yeah. Gr- and granted, he played there a couple of times because I missed, I think, at least two or three games with rib injuries. And, and Turner slid over there. And they didn't know if he'd be good, but he did a solid job. So it's not like this was completely foreign. But... I just thought it was it, it was interesting that the Packers' line has had to have I don't know how many different combinations of guys all year, and they've done a really good mm-hmm. job protecting their quarterback mm-hmm. against some decent defenses and against some good defenses. And you and but you're right for the Bears not to be able to capitalize on that. Um, I think it says both a. Something about the Packers being able to stand up to them and also Chicago not being able to take advantage.
0: Well, and I, I read some stuff that in the post game show, you know, Olin Krutz and some of the other former Bears were really critical of some of the players as well. Like, look, Khalil Mack, you got to do something. Like at? one yep. sack is not a good game. You know, Akeem Hicks. You got to make a play. You know, they dropped two or three potential interceptions yes. in that game. You got to make the when when you're playing the Packers and Rodgers throws you the ball, you have to catch it.
1: Otherwise, he'll kill because you he's later. Not going to
0: do it again. though no. you have to. You you know, you have to be able to convert those mistakes into positives for yourself. And you know, the players on the Bears they've just not been able to do that. I mean, really, since that first Khalil Mack season two years ago right. when the Bears won the division and went 12-4. and four. He's been pretty mediocre. I mean, I know he gets doubled in all of that, but, I mean, Michael Jordan got doubled, too. Kobe got doubled, too. And they still got theirs. And uh, I don't know. Uh, if he's not a Bear next year, I wouldn't be shocked. Really? I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. I'm not sure about, you know, football, the cap ramifications and the dead money and all that shit. I don't get into that, so maybe financially they have to keep him for another year, but
1: Or they could get something he, for him. I mean he's but, making
0: a lot of money to just kinda be out there, you know?
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know whether you can flat out cut him or release him. I, I you know and maybe his And is
0: that even really I mean, you saw what happened when you did that with Peppers, and that's my concern. Like that last year when Peppers was on the Bears, he completely mailed it in. Completely mailed the season in. And I don't know if it was because he knew they weren't any good that particular year, and maybe he was just tired of being on that team with Cutler and whatnot. But you know, you kind of—I'm not saying Mac mailed it in, but he's pretty ineffective for a good chunk of the season. Mm-hmm. And with that much defensive talent, and you were relatively healthy all year. Yeah, um, you know, Hicks is going to miss a game or two, like most nose tackles do. They just get banged up. But you can't let that take you out of the game completely. Right? You got to be able. You got to be able to do. On your D-line, what the Packers have been able to do with their O-line right. and plug and play and still have some effectiveness.
1: Right. Um, for Green Bay, I mean, I was satisfied with the victory, obviously. I I really hope they lock up Aaron Jones. I thought he had a had a phenomenal game. Um, you know, Rodgers, of course, was Rodgers, save for those couple of passes that really the Bears should have intercepted. Um, did what he had to do, uh, the strength of the offensive line. The defense was not as good as they were against the Titans, um, and I don't know whether that's the conditions or just being on the road or, you know, whatever. Um, but, I mean, the statistics, and I'm not a stats guy, but just the showing the improvement in the run defense and the overall defense, apparently they've risen into the top 10, um, which I didn't think was possible. But now you're getting into the playoffs where that's going to, that's going to be tested big time because you look at the back end of the schedule for the Packers. They didn't play too many tough, no, tough teams. No. So those numbers could be a little bit misleading once you, you know, now get to teams that deserve to be still playing. Absolutely. So, um, Joan said they, that the contract situation, they've kind of been still talking. Serious, not serious, but
0: I'll be surprised if they bring him back.
1: See, I think they're going to let Williams go and go with Dylan. I think they've they've learned that they like this one-two punch and that you can split him out and he can be just as dangerous out there as he can behind Rodgers. I just hope. And again, it's not my money, so I don't I, I don't care. But I I care in
0: the fact that well, you, I don't want you don't, it to cripple anything. Well, it's like with the Brewers. It's like it's not your money, but you care because. There's only so much that they can and will spend, right. so you have to be able to spend it wisely.
1: Right, and I and I don't know if Jones is going to be as pivotal for that offense, because I mean, Dylan's not going to be doing the things that Jones is doing. So I mean, if you take Jones out of that offense, I think Lafleur is going to have to work around a few things. I don't think you can get just get somebody else off the street, plug him in at a cheaper price, and he'll do the same thing. I, I, I think
0: do- Aaron Jones is really good. I think he's a top seven or eight back in football, mm-hmm. but... As we've seen, paying running backs doesn't usually, doesn't pay usually off. work. No.
1: You know, no, I mean, that's the
0: Cowboys, right? <laughs> I mean, well, right. they're watching a guy like Ezekiel Elliott, who was maybe the best running back in football the last three years, but now he's got 900 carries under his belt.
1: But I would also argue that Jones does more in that Packers offense than um, Elliott does with. With, with the Cowboys, he's
0: more versatile, yes, yes. but I don't but think he's relied on upon as, no, as heavily either. But
1: that's what Lafleur needs out of the guys in his scheme, and I think that's the value that Jones brings to the table. And I think if you take that kind of a guy out, well, you are going to have to find somebody else. And I don't know that you can just automatically get him in year one, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and have him jump into that. And I mean, he's. You've got guy Tavon Austin has <laughs> he's tried to fill the Tyler Irvin role, but nice fumble. There's and, a reason
0: why he was available,
1: right? I mean, what did I? Twenty eighth career fumble or something like that. That's I crazy. mean, yeah. So I mean, you know, with Irvin, they they've got guys off the scrap heap, and and you can tell the floor likes guys for particular roles, and that's why they go after a guy like Austin to fill in for Irvin. But I think with Jones, there's just so much more there than just handing the ball off to him 15 to 20 times. Um, so I, I, I hope it doesn't wind up blowing up in their face. I think Williams is done. I think Dylan proved himself when he had to get the bulk of the carries a couple of weeks ago. Um, but I think they like that one-two punch because they do different things in the offense. Uh, but but we'll see. Um, Rogers the MVP. Well, he's going to win it. I know you and I were talking about it last night at our ball game. Then, and if you had a vote, you'd give it to Derrick Henry. Yeah,
0: I think he had the better individual season, you know. But uh, you know, that's where they 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 really need to change the terminology of these awards. I mean, most v- valuable. What does that mean? You know, mm. I think you almost need like a player of an offensive and defensive player of the year. Because Aaron Donald was just as valuable as any of these other guys. Right. But he doesn't play a position where he's going to put up stats. Sure. You know, I mean, if you yeah. watch a Ram game, like, that guy's getting double and triple team the whole game. Right. The whole game, and he's still wreaking havoc. <laughs> you know, so, um, yeah, Rogers is going to win it. Um, you know, Henry and Mahomes will probably split some votes 2-3. I mean, Derrick Henry's only the eighth guy ever to go for 2,000 yards. And, I mean, you take him off that Titan team, they are... Not good.
1: See, but I guess, okay, I mean, if you're going to use that justification, if you put in Tim Boyle, are they way worse? And I'm not saying— Well, we've
0: seen the Packers be adequate without Rodgers. Adequate. Adequate. Yes. I think if you take uh, Derrick Henry off of are the Titans, they're a three-win team.
1: Okay. Oh really? Yeah. That far of a drop. Well who
0: else it was Ryan know. Tannehill taking you to the playoffs watch, by himself?
1: No, probably not, and I don't I don't necessarily watch Your defense a whole lot is of
0: atrocious. Titans football. You know? Yeah. I mean in Mahomes, I don't know who Kansas City's backup is, but um they've got enough other weapons where I think you could probably get to eight wins or nine wins. You know, it's it's all subjective. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean I, like I said last week, I'm not gonna holler about it because the NFL MVP's not that big a deal anyway. I mean, I, you know, Peyton Manning has like six of them and Brady's got one and nobody gives a shit when they're talking about right, because who's the they, greatest ever. because
1: they count the number of rings yeah, it doesn't set. matter. It's the consolation prize it's if, the, if you don't N- win the Super the Bowl. It's
0: the NFL Heisman is all right. it is. It's a quarterback award. Yes. So. Well,
1: I mean, I, it, it definitely is right now.
0: Yeah. Um, what I saw you last week, there's only been like four non-quarterbacks this century, I think, that have won the, the, mm-hmm. won the award. So... It's pretty rare. You got to have one of those, really, really like when you know Peterson had that one crazy year and Tomlinson had like the thirty touchdown year. Like that's really the only way a running back Falk wins have it. One of those, as I think, well. in two thousand. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I mean, and I, I know there's only a few quarterbacks that would have won it. You know, that many three times. And there's, I mean, I mean, I mean, the company is is very good. But I guess as a Packer fan, I don't really care. I. <laughs> My wonder is then if he wins another MVP and then doesn't reach the Super Bowl or doesn't have a chance at it, then does it ignite the, you know, discussion again or how the Packers are misusing him it's, or they're not it's, giving it's him fodder, the help that he needs?
0: It's fodder for the cowherds of the world. Th- that's what I mean. I, and it, I, I think most reasonable football fans know that one really has no correlation to the other. I mean, well, it's like I mean we've lived it with the Bucs the last two years with Giannis. You know, Giannis wins the MVP, and then they get knocked out in the second round. Well, LeBron should have won it. Well, no, because LeBron didn't have as good of a season, season. as Giannis did, and their team didn't have as good of a season. If it's just who's the best guy, what the hell do we need to win to the end of the season for? We could vote for that right now. Or before the season starts. Right?
1: Why are we, why is the wait so long?
0: Right. If we're just voting who's the best guy this,
1: this season, who's the season ends,
0: vote. Then Jordan will have twelve of them. Magic will have about eight of them. LeBron will have ten of them. Like,
1: I don't know. <laughs> how are you? Uh, how are you feeling heading into uh, New Orleans?
0: Uh, with my fingers. No. Um. I mean, I they're not the Bears aren't going to win. I hope they're competitive. Um, I think it will be a competitive game because the Saints are so banged up. We don't know really what they're going to get out of Kamara and Thomas at this point. Breeze is still not 100%. Um, The Bears played them tough the first time, but, you know, that was three months ago. Mm -hmm. So I don't really put a lot of stock in that. I, I, you know.
1: Is that before or after Trubisky was pulled?
0: It it was a Foles game. Yeah, Nick Foles started that game. All right. I don't know. I mean, I heard a couple guys on ESPN talking about this game and how, like, this is the biggest game of Trubisky's career. I don't know about that. I mean, if the Bears were to win Saturday and then go to Green Bay next week and lose again 35-15, to 15, what did that tell me that I don't already know about him one way or the other? Probably nothing. You know, so, I mean, I think short of an Eli Manning-like Super Bowl run. Right. I don't know what he's going to show me that we all haven't already seen and know about him. Um, I think it's an opportunity, though. I hope the Bears, I mean, obviously they're going to try to win the game, but I hope they understand that, like, you got a couple of guys in Mooney and Robinson and Montgomery who are pretty damn good weapons. They've, You know, Mooney and Montgomery, especially this year as the year went on, really became viable guys. And, you know, if you can h- develop some consistency with them and whether you bring Trubisky back or you go out and jump in the game of quarterback musical chairs that's going to happen this, this off season, and try and upgrade, um, you know, you got a chance of, of trying to build something going forward. You know, kind of like a team like Cleveland. I look at them the same way in the AFC. Like, they're not winning the Super Bowl, but you've got Mayfield and Chubb and Hunt and you've got on the other side of the ball, Miles Garrett and some of these young guys. And it's like, I'm a, I've am always been a big believer that making the playoffs when you're young will help you down the road, sure. especially if you can keep your core guys together. Um, so that that's kind of my hope. I, I just hope they don't go down there and get beat 40 to 10. You know? Uh, you know, they fumble on the 10, the Saints get it, they score a quick touchdown.
1: That would be disappointing from the perspective of Given the season that they've had and now the limbo status that they seem to hold, was it worthwhile making the postseason and having the success that you did for the future of the team only to go to the playoffs and get your brains beat in? I mean, because the season right now didn't really tell you anything, what you got, what you don't have in, in the most important player on the team. Like you said, you helped identify a couple of guys down, the, you know, down the later half of the season that, you know, you have and are valuable going forward, but your biggest decision, you just, you, you still, you still don't know. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, okay, we get to the postseason. What can we do with this guy? Well, he just took us down there and granted it's a it's a lopsided seating matchup. But if you go on the road and, you know, you get your ass kicked, how are we supposed to decide whether we stick with this guy or whether we let him go and move on? I right. mean, it's it's just another step in the
0: I don't know what we're supposed to do process. You, you can't you can't let the end result here of making the playoffs be a determining factor of how you move forward because you're probably going to end up eight and nine after you lose in the first round right. and you let's be honest you backed you into backed the playoffs in. yep that's right because everybody else around you kind of melted down you needed help and you got help exactly so i'm not sure you need to be throwing a parade at halis hall over this <laughs> um you know is it worth making the playoffs yeah i think for the reason i stated yeah. you get some of these guys an opportunity to play in a big game um you know, what what are we talking here? The nineteenth versus the seventeenth pick if, if there's swap spots with the no. Cardinals, who cares? No,
1: right right now there's not that big a difference. No. Uh-uh. Um, all right. What about I, you?
0: I mean, are you I mean you got yeah. a week to kind of sit around, but I mean, do you have I mean, I guess we can get to that when we get to the matchups. Do you kinda of have somebody in mind you're hoping to avoid or that you'd like um, to see? Yeah, it's funny because when you look
1: at the number of the seed next to the team that's your general indication, like, ooh, that's a high seed. I don't want to play them. But then you look down and down and down, and you can identify problems with everybody. I mean, the Bears are not going to be an easy out if somehow they fall to the Packers. It's not going to be easy. This is the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, short answer, I don't have anybody down there that I want to play. So, I mean, it's just a process of elimination. Um, you know, the Saints are the two seed. You're not going to face them until the until the NFC Championship game. Um probably the Seahawks as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, Tampa kicked our ass. You know, we're probably not going to see Washington, I, w- I would think. Um, and the Rams have the potential to be good. So, I mean, w- take your pick, I guess. I, I You know, it really doesn't matter. Whoever falls, you kind of got a different animal to, be with, to, to, to deal with, and each one of them have the potential to beat you. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really matter at this point. Um, you know, I'm not going in rooting for any particular team. Okay. I guess, I guess is, is 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 the short answer. That's fair. So, um,
0: let's so, talk about this Eagle thing, man. This this Doug Peterson uh, throwing the game trying, essentially.
1: No, he, uh-uh, he said they were trying to win. They yeah. were they were putting themselves in a position to win the game.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. By putting in a guy who hasn't taken a snap in three years.
1: Yeah. Nope. No, yeah. that's it. So so Wentz was not available to begin with. Was it because of an injury? Or they just I coach's just decision think didn't they just activate him?
0: Didn't activate him? Yeah. Okay. Which is strange in of itself.
1: I mean, if you want to go with Jalen Hurts, go Jalen Hurts, but keep Wentz active, right? You know, fine. That that's your backup. But then to deactivate him, and then I don't know what the point was in the game where they made that switch, but they were still in the game. Yeah, it was a
0: three point game at yeah. the time. Mm-hmm.
1: And then all of a sudden they put the third string guy in, like you mentioned, that hadn't. Hadn't even played all year, and then he's asked after the game, "Well, we we were just doing what we thought at the time would give us the best opportunity to win." There's nobody, not a single person, who's buying that. Nate Sudfeld's mom's not buying that. Nobody in the locker room. No players were pissed. Yep. You know, I don't know what the coaching staff had to say. Whether you can challenge your superior and be like, "Coach, what the?" F-
0: are you doing my guess is and well Peterson came out and I heard a couple of the announcers even say I think Michaels and Collins were said Peterson told them in the production meeting that he wanted to get this guy a couple of snaps. Really? Because he thought he deserved it. And and that is that is a uh, career backup quarterback talking to you right there. That's that's Doug Peterson sitting behind Brett Favre for 15 years. Good point. Looking at this kid going Boy, I remember when that was me. I sure would have liked a couple snaps. Last game. Right. We're not going anywhere. We're not anywhere. going anywhere. Get him in. Fine. But you, you, you're you in a close game with playoff implications. Look at the circumstances. I just yeah. think that that was the wrong decision. I'm not sure it was his decision. I don't know that it didn't come from the general manager who's, who's concerned about What pick they're going to get? Because they, by losing that game, they went from the ninth pick to the sixth pick. Is that a big deal? Probably not. Um, But to, and it all goes back to my my mantra of nerds have wrecked sports. Right? Because this was a nerd move. Yes. There was a nerd in the front office, or their nerd GM. Who that was his rationale? He did the calculations. He did the calculations yep. and the formulas, and it, it's better to lose than win, and that flies in the face of everything that every athlete and every coach and every league is supposed to stand for. Right, and I think that's why everybody was so pissed off. I mean, you know, the Giants being pissed off, I, I get it, but dude, you're six and ten. I, I you know I
1: just find it really hard that it that an NFL team would lose in the in the last half of a game in the final regular season game to spite somebody in the division.
0: Yeah. I don't think they were doing that.
1: That seems a because, little too theorist for me. You yeah, know i mean, Really? Like, Hey guys, who, this who, be- who likes Washington? Right.
0: Who, like, who's guys, rooting for
1: Dan Snyder? You know, if we lose this game, we're going to, we're going to dick over the Giants. Yeah, won't, I, won't that be awesome? What are think- the players going to go? Why, why do we care?
0: My biggest problem with the whole thing is number one, just tell the truth.
1: That's what I said with one of my guys down in West Palm that I used to work with.
0: Yeah, just be honest.
1: And and if you get killed for it, you get killed for yep. it. But if everybody's on the same page, just say, we didn't really have an incentive to win the game. I wanted to get this guy a couple of snaps. And, and, and if we lost,
0: we lost big freaking deal. And if it came from above, then protect your coach. Right. And don't let him get trashed nationally. Right. But my other problem is... Jalen Hurts has played what three and a half games? I think so. Have you already have you made your mind up on him, one way or the other? Like either he's our guy or we got to go get somebody else. Like, are you your evaluation's done?
1: I would say the evaluation is that Carson Wentz is probably not the guy. Maybe Jalen Hurts is the guy.
0: But like that, they could have used Philadelphia could have used that game as a playoff game. For sure primetime last game of the year Washington's playing their balls out because they're trying to make the playoffs we get a chance to play spoiler here show me what you got show me what you got
1: yeah you nope, know nope, let's that's...
0: let's see what happens in a three-point game with some serious pressure on you with four and a half minutes to go and you get the ball on your own 20. sure what are you gonna do kid yeah you no, you 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 took that opportunity away from him, mm-hmm. which I don't get that. You know, like, and it was funny. I heard some of the, you know, Ryan Clark and some of these guys on ESPN, they were calling it. They are like, it was senior night. It was senior night. Yep. Sudfeld had been on the team for a couple years. He walked out to, to the 50-yard line with his mom and dad before the game. He gave her a rose. And then in the fourth quarter, coach put him in because he was a senior, and he let him throw a couple passes. Kind of what it felt like. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, no, I'm 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 not buying the whole whole conspiracy that they were dicking over the Giants no. and then and and like you said the the draft pick thing negligible. I think you know. so.
0: I mean, what are we talking? It, it'd be there one thing be... if you're the Jets and the Jags and you're talking about a, a franchise altering guy like Trevor Lawrence. I get it, but you're talking about getting the second corner, right? Or the or the second offensive lineman in the draft. Like
1: if you're between five and ten, you're gonna get somebody that's gonna help you. Yeah. Period. Right. Um, you know, you might have to do a little finagling, and and the 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 difference in money owed not not, not a big much. deal either. So I, I think your explanation is probably most on the head. But like you said, everybody needs to be on the same page. Let's just be honest about what we're doing here, yeah. because and don't
0: l- leave, don't don't hang Doug Peterson out to dry if it wasn't Doug Peterson's decision. Oh. If he if it was his. If he's got the autonomy there to make that decision, then he needs to sink or swim with it. But if it wasn't his decision and you're trotting him out there, that's really unfair.
1: And just just a bad look afterwards. I yeah. mean, just to try and try and justify that with that reasoning and have not a single person
0: Nobody bought that.
1: Believe you? I mean, I mean it's just bad. Yeah. So, super wild card weekend. Playoffs. Playoff matchups, we start on Saturday. Uh the noon game is the Colts and the Bills. That's gonna be a good game. J T just came off a two hundred yard game.
0: Um I'm nervous about this game for Buffalo. Really? Yeah. Colts you think are hot? Well, I just think they're good they're you'll never see a better seven, seven seed. Seven seed. I mean what, are they eleven and five? I, I think so. They got a probably a Hall of Fame quarterback. They got a running back who might win offensive rookie of the year. They got a good team. I mean they beat the they beat the Packers, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, they got a good team, so I don't think this is one of this is where now I think we're to the point in the season where now the fans are going to matter because if you've got a packed house about in the, Buffalo, about the weather too, get, and it's freaking snowing, you got an indoor team
1: going. And they to haven't Buffalo.
0: been any good since nineteen ninety three, and you got dudes jumping through tables in the parking lot. <laughs> Bills Mafia, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that whole atmosphere right. really, really would help the Bills. That's not there. Um, do we know what the lines are for most of these games? I haven't looked. Okay. I haven't looked. But, uh, I mean, I, I like Buffalo to win, but I I think that's going to be a tough game. I really do. That might end up being the game of the day.
1: Uh, what follows will be the three and the six. The Seahawks hosting the Rams. That is a West matchup. I don't know. Sounds like... I haven't heard. Did they split? Did Seattle
0: sweep them? I think they split. Okay. I think they split. Sounds like... Most people believe Goff will play? Okay. Um I like the Rams in this game. Wow, look
1: at this. So you got you got the lower seeds in the first two a little well, I I little, like Buffalo to win. Right,
0: but, but I think it's going to be const- tough. Yeah, okay. I think the Rams are going to I don't think Seattle's playing well. And they're certainly they they're banged up and Jamal Adams got hurt. Um Russell Wilson the last couple of weeks has just been bad. I don't know what the hell's going on there. Maybe well, Ciara needs to give him a few well, more back rubs or something. But
1: well, he's, gonna, he's also going to... And that Rams defense
0: is freaking legit.
1: Going to quote the Bible a couple more times. Yeah. So, so so he should be fine. But
0: that Rams D is no joke. I mean, you got Donald on the line. You got Ramsey on, on, and on the back end. That's a legit defense.
1: Bills are six and a half. Seattle's four. But I think you're right about that defense. Like, Seattle, nobody comes in fearing the Seahawks defense anymore. No. I don't think. And, and the offense is just not... Not a juggernaut enough to be afraid of either.
0: I mean they're seven and one at home, but again, that's a that's a place where f- a crowd a, matters a full a yes. full stadium versus Absolutely. a not full stadium yep. there really is a difference maker.
1: No question. Um Buccaneers are eight point favorites on the road against Washington. I don't think there's really any question here.
0: First time ever Brady's played in a wild card game, I saw it today. Really? Yeah.
1: Every time else. Every
0: time else they had a buy.
1: He's gotten a buy. Yeah. Well, I guess so, that's not surprising. So this is why
0: I asked you. So, okay. I, I think if I'm the Packers, I'd rather play Tampa than the Rams.
1: See, and I would like another crack
0: at that, but you know what? Tampa's front seven is just good. And that's kind of the one thing that can screw up the Packers' offense is the team that can... And the Rams are the same. They can both get pressure on right. the quarterback. You know... Th- the the first Packer Tampa game, I'm not sure you can take much from it. There was some really weird shit that went on in that game. There was a couple of tip passes. I think one of them turned into a pick six for Tampa. Yeah. Packers played really poorly. They, they didn't
1: touch Brady in that no, game either.
0: No, they got no pressure on him. Um but I don't know, man. I like I said the other night to you, it's kind of one of the one of the yet yet to be talked about tragedies of, of COVID, the uh, the possibility of brady Rogers in Lambeau.
1: Snow-packed
0: snow, house. Snow-packed house would have, been, would have been a pretty cool experience for the 70,000 people that would go to that game. Right. Um, you know, and I don't know. I mean, Brady don't have no problem playing in cold.
1: No, clearly not. So I'm
0: not sure you want to see that. I, I don't know. I mean, I think either one of those teams is going to present the Packers with some serious problems. Rams or, or Bucks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think if you're if you're the Packers, you're freaking rooting your ass off for the Bears on Sunday. See,
1: and that's kind of what I said when I was talking with Beggs in the morning when we were talking about this yesterday. He said he'd like another crack at Tampa, but it's there's there's just something about the way like Not a you lot said, of talent, man. The way that that game went, and albeit weird, but. That's just one of those things where...
0: Sometimes, I, it, sometimes it's just matchup dictated. And
1: Brady gets that mental edge immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, oh God, we're facing Tom Brady. Then, and Packers offensive line had a shitty game. Buccaneers got home. Packers line didn't. Well, you know Brady who, had all day to sit back there and
0: throw. And you know who wasn't there the first time you played? Antonio Brown, who just had a monster game last week. So
1: I'm, I'm not so sure that I'd want another crack at, at, at Brady. I really don't. But on the, again... We go back to the who do you want to? F- I don't want to face Aaron Donald in that line either.
0: I think you'd be more comfortable though seeing Goff in on the other side at of the Lambe, field for sure. In the in in the cold with yes. a bum thumb, probably true. That's 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 like reminiscent of the year your boy Favre went down there with the bum thumb and threw what six picks against yes, the Rams, yes, right? Yeah. Um, I don't but, know. That, that Saturday is going to be a really interesting day for Packer fans to watch those two games because. I think either one of those teams are not going to be scared to go into Lambeau and play that team. Oh, man, uh, Sunday the
1: noon game are the is the Ravens and the Titans in Tennessee. I mean Baltimore on the road is a five seed. Uh, this AFC is very weirdly stacked, and some of the seeds are like you said with Indy. Baltimore is a pretty good five seed on the road. Yeah, especially against Tennessee, which I mean Ryan Tannehill's
0: your playoff quarterback. Well, Baltimore is kind of the 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 sleeper team right now. Everybody's talking about because they've won like five in a row. But go look at their schedule; it's dog shit. The best they played the Browns on that Monday night when it was like forty eight to forty two or whatever a couple of weeks ago. And Other how, than that, they played nobody. And how
1: have they done at home in years past in the playoffs with a good season? Well,
0: how's Lamar Jackson done in the playoffs against a good team? That's what he's I mean. he sucked.
1: Yes, and playing at home. So. Yeah, so I, I, I mean, I don't know. Here, let me see. Again,
0: see. again, this is this is a Derrick Henry game. I mean, if he goes nuts, they're going to win.
1: Titans are a three-point dog at home. I know. Well, that's because their defense is so bad. You know? I, I, okay. Uh, biggest point spread of the day is the Bears laying ten to the Saints. Um, I. I
0: I think that's fair.
1: Didn't they? If memory serves, they bottled up Kamara pretty well in that first game. He he didn't exactly go nuts. Yeah, but there was nuts. no there was
0: no Michael Thomas. Okay, so that was you know they were able to key on him, and that might be the case again. So he might Thomas may be out this week, but I just think the Saints, you know, they got a better team, they got a better coach, they got a better defense. I I think they'll handle business. Uh, rematch, which I have no interest in this game. <laughs>
1: I would love to see the Browns play uh, pull it out, especially after they couldn't barely beat Mason Rudolph. Oh, yeah,
0: you won by two at home in a must-win game against it, their and, backups.
1: And a bunch of guys were arrested. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I can't imagine, I think, what it's. Uh, but, man. Six points. It's
0: the playoffs. Yep, correct. And, you know,
1: Everybody just wants to get there.
0: They may just say, you know what, Baker? You're going to turn around and hand the ball off to Chubb and Hunt all day. All day. And we're just going to ram it down their throat and see if they can stop it. And, you know, it might be colder than shit at 7 o'clock Sunday night in Pittsburgh, and Big Ben's old and can't move anymore. You never know. But, I, I mean, if I was if I was to bet on it, I'd take the Steelers at home in the, you know. Oh, for sure. In the points, but I don't know. I, I, by that point, that, I'll be five games deep. I don't know that hey, I'm going to be checking a lot of that get, one out.
1: To get this over yeah. with. Get me get me to next week. All right. Uh, Packers and, and Chiefs, of course, have the bye, so we'll figure out what's uh, what's going to happen after Sunday. That is Super Wild Card where, Weekend.
0: Do you know where the Super Bowl is this year?
1: I want to say it's in Miami or Tampa.
0: Okay. okay. I, I thought it was in Florida. Oh, I think it's in Tampa. Yeah, 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 because yeah, they were talking – Maybe Tampa playing the being the first yeah. team to play at home. Okay, right. yeah, you're yeah right. no, you're I right. know
1: it's yeah. Okay, so I I knew it was in one of those places. All right, let's switch to the Bucks um, and some NBA stuff. They've got wins against Miami. the le- The last time we we recorded this podcast, you weren't thrilled with that matchup and would be happy with a split. And then I get home and you had told me when I left they were up by twenty in the first quarter. And then I get home and proceed to watch him knock down 29 threes in the game and, yep. and set a record uh, in the process. Then I lost the next night, which I thought was
0: so. I got my split. Semi predicted, all oh, right I, You exactly. know, I, I guess I just I got to just call them out weekly. It seems guess. like every time I call them out, then like the next game they they're world beaters and they just crap on whoever they're playing.
1: Uh, they beat the Bulls and they beat the Pistons twice in the last three days. So, um, I mean, you and I talk. I ask you about the Bucks, you know, about the Bucks. Usually, even outside of the podcast, when we're doing games, and you weren't too confident last week. I asked you last night, you know, starting to hit their stride a little bit. Can't take much from Detroit because they came in with one one win, and you said they're probably the worst team in the league. So, I, I'm, I mean, at what point? You take anything positive from this? Do you got to well, look for the next couple of games? Or... I mean,
0: because this week I didn't get to watch either game because yeah. we were doing games, right. so it was pretty much just what I was reading. Um, and yeah, Detroit's very bad. The Bulls aren't very good. So, but it, you know, you got to win those games at home, and they did. Um, I'll start. I'll start taking uh, away some things when they start playing a little bit better teams. Um, you know, they got Utah Friday, Friday. Mm-hmm. which is a very good team with some some really good players in Donovan Mitchell and Gobert. Um, they play a Cavs team on Saturday that has played well early on. They've got like a top 3 defense in the league so far. Um, they're very young. Um, it's a definitely a game the Bucks should win, but I'll be interested to see how they do there, but it 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 seems like you're starting to see them gel a little bit more. I, I heard Drew Holiday talking about his comfort level now having five or six games under his belt and being able to get some practices with these guys. Um, you know, the rotations I think are, he's, he's, but, but is figuring, you know, is I think as much as they want DJ Wilson to play, I think they're figuring out he's not that guy. <laughs> and it sucks because he was a first-round pick for them a couple years ago. Right. And uh, he's going to be the second guy in about the last six years, along with Rashad Vaughn, that's a top-20 pick that's— Good one. You're getting nothing. Um, so that kind of sucks. But, you know, right now they're leading the league in scoring about 125 a game. They're leading the league in shooting percentage. Um, you know— Dwayne Casey, the Pistons coach, I read the other night, he he said he believes this is the best collection of talent they've ever put around Giannis. Um, I, think, I think the holiday upgrade, he's one of those guys, if you just read the box score, he's not going to wow you a lot of times. It's going to be 18 points, yeah, 10, 6 assists. Yeah, 10 last time. Yeah, you know, 6 assists, 4 rebounds, a steal, but... His presence on the court, his his basketball IQ, all those things. I, I love Bledsoe as a guy, but Holiday's just better. He's just a better, bigger, more athletic player. And, you know, guys like Bryn Forbes off the bench, he is a three point marksman. That's what he does. You know, Bobby Portis has come in and he's been giving them solid double doubles off the bench. Um which is really big for them because they don't really have a backup center behind Lopez. It's kind of a three-man deal with Portis, Giannis, and Lopez right now. That's why DJ Wilson not giving him anything hurts so much. So they may have to upgrade that spot.
1: What about that rookie that got some points last night? Uh, Noira? Yeah.
0: He's a shooter.
1: Um because he got double digits, is that I mean, is he earning the playing time or was it a lopsided? Well,
0: Connaughton you know? has missed the last couple okay. games with a groin injury, so I think he was getting Pat's minutes. But you know, I I think I think Budenholzer is going to have to be a little bit more flexible with his bench, where you got to just be able to ride the hot guy. And you know, Connaughton and it's kind of Bud's boy, and I like Pat. He does some nice things, but there's nights he doesn't make shots. Those nights don't play him. You know, put this Nuora kid in. Put that Sam Merrill kid in you drafted. He was like a 45% three-point shooter in college. So you know he can knock shots down. Are you going to give up something on the other end? Sure. You're giving it up with Forbes. You're giving that up with Augustine. But offensively, and, and and Augustine is a very, very good offensive point guard. So you've you've picked some things up. You've lost some things defensively. It showed up early. It didn't show up the last couple games because you're not playing very good teams. so that's why Friday night. Thank God we don't have a game. I actually get <laughs> to watch, watch the, the Bucs, yeah, and they get I get to watch them play a good team, so I'm I'm anxious for that.
1: Okay, uh, then it's the Cavs on Saturday, and then back with the uh, Magic. They head on down to Florida on Monday. Um, couple NBA uh, notes. What do you what what do you got? There? Well, KD
0: Durant he's out for a week. Um, exp- Possible COVID exposure because he had COVID already oh, okay. this summer, I believe.
1: Okay, so it's probably been the three months of antibodies. Oh yeah, yeah. Done. They
0: just think he was exposed to somebody okay. recently, so he's been out a week. Um, Philadelphia is off to a really good start. They're seven and one. Um, you know, Doc Rivers is their coach now, and uh, they seem to have changed some things up a little bit. That team's got a ton of talent, and they have for the last couple of years. Um, we'll see if they can uh, sustain it. You know they they might be the team that has the Bucks type regular season that we've seen the last couple years, where Philadelphia goes I don't know seventy two games they go fifty eight and fourteen wouldn't shock me. I mean Embiid and Simmons they're now they're in their primes. These guys are mid twenties now. It's kind of when you know you start making your mark in the league. So that'll be interesting to watch. Orlando. And Phoenix, both six and two to start. Um, unfortunately Orlando lost Markel Fultz Just to an ACL, yeah. which really sucks because he had missed a couple years. He was a number one pick a couple years ago. He missed the year with the shoulder injury and he kinda like forgot how to shoot. Right. Remember that? Yes. And and he was really, really playing well this year. And it, it's it really sucks that he got hurt. Phoenix being six and two is not a huge shock after the Chris Paul trade. Uh, but the Knicks are five and three, and they beat the Bucks. Right, and they beat uh, the Hawks the other night. They came back and beat the Hawks, who are are better. Um, so that's a little bit surprising. I mean, they got a better record than Brooklyn through eight games, which you know it's only eight games, but that's ten percent of the season. Right. So um, that's kind of interesting. And then on the flip side, Memphis is only two and five. Unfortunately, John Morant had a bad ankle sprain in like the second game. He's gonna miss several weeks. Houston's two and four. Um, the James Harden thing is just dragging them down. it It just is. Um, and then you've got Denver, Dallas, and Miami, you know, Denver was in the Western Conference finals, Miami in the finals. Those three teams are only three and four. so some some teams that you expect there to be at the end are kind of off to some slower starts and a couple teams that, you weren't expecting much of. I mean, like I said, even Cleveland—they're like four and four. I mean, I didn't think. I figured after eight games, they might be two and six, one and seven. Mm-hmm. So there's some teams playing a little over their head. I, I heard something the other night, like the home record right now for NBA teams is like forty-eight and fifty-eight. So the the lack of fans is a factor, just like we've seen in football. Well, and it was just like how it was in the bubble. Yeah. When 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 everything's, everything's evened, evened out, yep. You know, it's it's you don't have any that that home court advantage. It's it's screwed some teams over, but um yeah, just just some interesting tidbits here the first couple of weeks okay. of the season and uh you know, I think the Bucks are are in a good spot. I think they're fifth or sixth right now in the East. Um but I think as they gel and 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 keep playing and um, hopefully stop kneeling and play basketball <laughs> yeah. we can uh we can hope for a okay. pretty successful season perfect
1: all right that's the nba we'll switch to some college stuff and then wind up with uh some high school youtube uh stuff um the mayo bowl was last week
0: i couldn't even remember what the if i'm like i think they won and I was like, oh, yeah, they dropped the trophy. Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. They started out going down 14 nothing, and I was like, are you guys just not interested because this is a lower-tier bowl? Are you not taking your opponent seriously? Because, I mean, it seriously looked like the other team. I, now now I even, I'm forgetting who, who they played. Wake. Wake. The Damon Deacons looked like this was their Super Bowl. Like, they were thrilled to play a program like Wisconsin and just be a part of the postseason. Mm-hmm. And it really acted like it. You know, the Badgers were, it kind of took them a while to be like, holy shit, these guys are really taking this seriously. Maybe we better step it up a couple of notches. And they wound up beating the shit out of them, mm-hmm. basically, at the end. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, that's fine. I mean, there was, what, three or four straight possessions, straight throws where, where the, the quarterback for the Demon Deacons threw a pick. Yeah, yeah. And then he got pulled. So, I mean, that... Uh,
0: well, and they were missing, like, their top two or three skill guys. I think they had opted out. Okay. But I don't know if that would have mattered or, or not. But I knew the Badgers were just very, very grateful for the opportunity. I'm sure.
1: I'm sure they were. I mean, that's what they said. Paul Christ has got that yeah, tattooed on go. his forehead. Jeez, we're just
0: grateful for the opportunity. I
1: love... <laughs> it, it has now gotten to be a labor of love for me to play Paul Christ cuts in the morning sound bites. To see all the different types of ways he can say the same thing, it's 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 like a school of coach speak. Yeah, it's what it, and it's hilarious. It's but, a
0: it's a big bag of nothing. But
1: you know what? All of his players seem to buy it, and they seem to think the same way. And for some reason, that kind of gives him an, it didn't give him advantage this year. But in the last couple of years, it's kind they, of it's they don't kind focus of a, on
0: anybody else. It's kind of a football thing. Is that what it is? I think so. Football, football players and football coaches all kind of have that same lingo and jargon that yeah. they use of saying a bunch of stuff but not ever saying anything.
1: Right. No, that's true. You know. And then yeah, and then then they got in the locker room. Mertz got the trophy and the thing tipped off the pedestal and shattered into a million. I said pieces.
0: to you, I said he just can't stop turning it over. <laughs>
1: What a piece of shit trophy yeah, that was! No doubt. Um, I don't know Ugh. if they're going to. Re- and then Mertz just put a bottle of mayo of Duke's mayo right. That should have the top been the top of it, it anyway. That's Right? That's what the I would with think. Crystal like, on you there for a crystal. It. I, I don't know why. Um, bunch of. I wonder
0: if they got it from Brody. not a Brody trophy. I think. I think he's. I think this already makes higher quality I, shit that's than. That's what they. I was
1: just going to say. You uh. can't. You can't saddle Jason oh. with that cheap kind of crap. Uh-uh. A bunch of players have come back because this season doesn't count towards eligibility. Um, Ferguson's coming back. you got another guy who's under the transfer portal. We already talked about Cohn, which you and I didn't think was a surprise, Um, and he's going to go to Notre Dame. We'll get to that in a minute. But Isaac Garendo, the running back, he's, he's skipping town. I mean, I think he probably sees the writing on the wall just like,
0: is he transferring or is he graduating?
1: He's entered. He's no. He's not graduating. Oh, I he's think transferring. He, yeah, I think okay. he was a sophomore.
0: Okay, or okay.
1: Yeah, he might have even been a redshirt freshman. I can't even remember. I did see what is it? Is it? No, pri- no I'm sorry, Nakia Nick, Watson.
0: Yeah, Watson. Not. Yeah.
1: not no. Not.
0: Not Garendo. But no, Watson. I don't think is a grad transfer. I did. Was it? Was it Prior? That's coming back. Kendrick Pryor?
1: Kendrick Pryor's coming back. Teddy like, Davis hasn't made up his yeah, mind. Yeah, I mean, yet. and I think one of the safeties are coming. back. I think
0: Kendrick Pryor was part of Don Morton's last class. I think he came in with Trice on the basketball team in that 87-88 that, 87, sure. that 87, 88 class.
1: Davis hasn't made up his mind. Grosha got married in the summer. He's not sure what he wants to do. So, I mean, but, I mean, Watson's flying the coop. So, we'll, we'll see some of the guys that are going to come back that might make the Badgers a little bit better. But, again, you don't have any receiving no. help. If Davis or Pryor both come back, now you're at least, and they can stay healthy, then you might have something. And, along and, with and you hope
0: like DK improves, maybe right. maybe him and Mertz working together all summer, maybe right. they can put something together. And
1: and I mean, if you get more carries for burger and maybe Grendo's a little bit healthy, then maybe you got a semblance of a running game. So I mean, there, there was just so many weird things that happened this year, like a lot of different sports.
0: I think the Cohen um, transfer thing, though, I mean. I- Obviously, he was told there's not going to be a quarterback competition. This is Graham Mertz's team for the next two to three years, right? Yep. So, no, and, and, that's, and, that's... and you know what? Good for Mertz because I think uh, not having that hanging over his head all summer and spring and summer, I think, will be good for him in the long run. Where it's like, okay, I'm the QB. These are my guys.
1: The backup comes yep. not in the picture. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, Notre Dame apparently had the need for a quarterback books going to the draft. They got a couple of young kids recruits. They don't know whether they're, if they're going to be ready to start. Cone has the experience. Maybe he winds up being a starter in in South Bend
0: for a year. And he's adequate. He's yeah. fine. No, it's fine. It's not like he um,
1: sucks. But but you know, if if Kelly doesn't want to put in any of the younger kids, maybe maybe we'll see Jack and they play at Soldier Field in September. I know. September. Wouldn't that
0: be something if the Cone. Cone comes back and just kicks their ass? <laughs> Jesus.
1: <laughs> um As far as the college football semifinals, not a surprise. Notre Dame has typically always gotten to this or a big game and gets their lunch handed to them. And Alabama wiped the floor with them. It's just
0: a different caliber of athlete across the board.
1: Did it set up that way because Kelly said, you know, we don't have to go play if it's not going to be fans and it's not going to be worthwhile and whatever. I mean, like, why would you come out and say that and set the table for a disaster and then to go play the Crimson Tide and get your clock cleaned. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know why as a coach you, you even put that into the minds of anybody before it even happens.
0: Yeah, I agree. I don't know.
1: Um, and then Ohio State, I was, I, I thought the Buckeyes might win. I, I told one of my buddies, like, who you got? I said, I think, I think Ohio State might be able to beat these guys. Um, and then that just draws up the whole, well, should they have been there or not conversations, which I mean, came up when they were able to go play
0: with talent wise. There's no question.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's no question. You, you, you really, it's think- not their
0: fault that the big tens ran by idiots. How would
1: Indiana <laughs> do in there?
0: Oh, they'd have got slaughtered. That's what I mean. The Badgers would have got slaughtered. So Northwestern, yeah, Northwestern, any of those teams. Yeah. Yes. And like I said, it's not their fault that the people that run the big 10 are idiots. Right. They wanted to play the whole time. Of course.
1: So. And now they're trying to push back the game from Monday saw, another week. What because the hell
0: is going on in, in Ohio?
1: Apparently, nobody can not get COVID. I means they've
0: had to deal with this all season, and now they're dealing with it right now. And so are the Browns, right? Yeah, they, they, they didn't even it, talk about their their no, coach they, isn't going to be able. Coach not going to play. Which explain this to me? Why? I don't know. There's nobody in the stadium. You've got a hundred luxury boxes. Fucking put them in one. Get a wireless headset. Let him sit in a luxury box by himself,
1: and then clean and the coach shit. it, and then clean the shit out of the place when you're done. In a like, that is the suit.
0: dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's the fucking playoffs. I don't know. I know none of the. You're right. None of the boxes are going like, to be used. You can't find a way to make that work. They
1: don't. They're, they're he's, he's not a leper. That's that's exactly the <laughs> word I was going <laughs> to use. Give me a break. They're treating these guys like lepers that they can't be around anybody. So if, dumb. If you clear everything out, let the guy come in wearing a face mask, don't put anybody around him. Yeah, just
0: tell the janitor to come in and not lick his seat and he'll be fine. Uh, that's It's uh, so dumb. So, he's I don't The worst thing that could happen to that college football though is to push it back a week because it's already to the point where have. it's like I kind of even forgot that it was still happening. Right. And now you're going to push it back another week?
1: I mean, I realize you can't do it to the tune of college basketball where you have the semifinals on a Saturday and then the championship on Monday. That's too much. Right. But, you know, you, you you put the games on a Saturday and then you wait a week from Monday. I mean, you're talking nine days.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's just too long. It's too long. It, it's just too long. So we'll see whether they actually play. They had already set a, um, a, a drop-back date for it. So I don't know. who do you, Final, what do you think?
0: I mean, I got to say Alabama. It's I kind of mean, they, I they got the best player in the country. I mean,
1: until then, they got
0: two of them. Yeah, I just, you can't really bet against Nick Saban.
1: No. I, I mean, until until there's a gradual descent that you can see within that program, I'm taking them every year. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it just them. All right, college hoops. Badgers play Indiana tonight. They had their game against Penn State um, postponed because of COVID. Uh, they beat Minnesota. Beat the shit out of them. Yeah. Minnesota couldn't make a shot. Minnesota just got their ass kicked by Michigan last night. Yeah. So I, I maybe the Gophers just aren't that good. I don't know. Big 10's, again. Big 10's deep.
0: It's good. they yep. got a lot of teams, and they're going to beat up on each other. But um, I, I thought that would be a little bit more competitive game the other day at the Kohl mm-hmm. Center. But
1: Yeah, I mean, the Hoosiers, they got uh, their leading scorer putting in 20 and pulling down 9 a game. And then their second leading score apparently has an ankle injury. From Maryland, they don't know whether he's going to play tonight either. They've always got
0: some shit so, going on. I don't know. I don't know. I
1: don't know. I I love it when the Badgers beat the Hoosiers. Just dating back to the Bobby Knight years. I mean, even then, than Tom Crean. I mean, there's no more satisfying win in the conference to me. Yeah. Than beating Indiana.
0: Okay. That's right. that,
1: that's just me. Uh, I mean, who, for Marquette, who, who is it aside from the Badgers? Do you have anybody that they match up every year uh... with that you just really want to see them just paced?
0: No, no, not really. I mean, part of the problem is because Marquette's bounced around conferences sure. a couple of times. But, I mean, you know, it's always nice to beat Villanova because they're really good every year. But, you know, they're not like a hated rival. Right. Indiana, yeah. I mean, Indiana beat the Badgers down in, in in Bloomington like 30 years in a row.
1: Right, that's what I mean.
0: So, yeah, for the, ta- the tables have certainly turned. For the Badgers now, that, that's become Purdue. Like, they can't win at Purdue. No. Um, it's been a long time, or maybe it's like once in the last twenty-five years, something like that. But yeah, I get it. I mean, Indiana is one of those places that they're never going to be what they were because of their location and and things like that. But man, I've been to, I've been to um that arena, and when that team runs out with the candy striped warm-up pants, it's just, it's pretty cool. It's yeah. a, it's a it's a very cool gym to be in
1: might have to go 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 check that out then yeah. if, to see a road badger game when we can finally It'd go be do fun. That. i wouldn't mind making a road trip down yeah there it's for about that. A six hour drive oh, 5 I, six i've you been know. down there for a football game yeah um and and the basketball arena is right at the other end of the stadium
0: i went to bobby night camp two years in a row right. when i was a kid and we came back with a lot of fireworks my friend <laughs> a lot of a lot of stuff is very legal in indiana <laughs> right, that that's illegal in Scotland. Sure. so
1: all right well speaking of marquette they got to win over georgetown and they then that spend that yukon
0: game they suck
1: Wow. Yeah,
0: they're not a good team. I mean, they're... The, 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 that was a bad loss for the Badgers. First, oh, for, oh, to Marquette. Yeah, yeah, that was a bad loss. This Marquette team is wildly inconsistent. I mean, I saw Georgetown play, like, Providence a week and a half ago, and I thought, oh, my God, Georgetown is awful. Then the other night, they're playing Marquette. We get home from our game. It's 38-20. to Marquette's losing. I'm like, what the fuck? And then Marquette wins the game sixty four to sixty. So then yesterday well, yesterday or two days ago when they played UConn, they were up fifteen in the first half and then they lose by ten. They were up eighteen to start the second half. They lose by ten. So these wild swings during the games are, are not good. You know, I've had I've had serious questions about Wojo the last couple of years as a coach. Um, I think he's extremely mediocre. I do not think he makes good in-game adjustments. Um, I think that Marquette, I don't think he's on the hot seat because he is a name, and I think they like that. He does well, and they show up high on the recruiting boards, and I think they like that. But it's not translating during S- the season to, 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 to a lot of success. Yeah. I mean, the last couple of years they've had end of season meltdowns Um, you know you the Hauser's transferred you you hitched your wagon to Marcus Howard the last couple years and that really in hindsight probably wasn't the best idea and they've got some talent on this team these two freshmen they got Garcia and Lewis have the potential to be really good players I think DJ Carton the sophomore from Mm -hmm. Ohio State is a very nice young point guard but they just they, they can't put full games together. I mean, even in the Badger game, there were stretches where you were just kind of like, okay, now the Badgers are going to pull away, and for whatever reason, that didn't happen, and Marquette ends up winning. But yeah, I mean, they're six and six, two and four in the Big East. I mean, this is a five hundred team to me most of the year. I mean, I think they're going to be lucky, lucky to get to five hundred in the Big East, which is kind of what I was hoping for because mm-hmm. I think they were picked like seventh or eighth preseason. But uh, yeah, this is this is not an NCAA tournament team unless things drastically change.
1: Uh, the game at Villanova tomorrow postponed because uh, Nova's got got COVID and they are pausing all basketball activities. So second, I don't know what The second
0: or third time I think, think they've the had to do yeah. that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: what do you know? What their next game is after Villanova next week for Marquette? St.
0: John's. I think next Tuesday the Badgers and Marquette both play. Both, both play. So
1: okay. All right. Um, let's get to the YouTube channel. God, I have yet to check this out, and I, I'm a shitty friend for not doing it because I am genuinely interested in some of the stuff that that you're putting up on here. The '95 state team you're gonna put up there because well, I remember going that because we were fra- I was a freshman.
0: Yeah, I put there's a couple I put up last week. I put okay. up the I put up the '95 state game against Milwaukee Tech,
1: who they played earlier in the year to holiday tournament. Did mm-hmm. we cover this in the
0: last yep. podcast? Yep. Okay. Yep. And, they, and Craig lost, lost both up. times. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that game went up last week. I put up, um, it would have been December of 96, a Craig Parker game. That was my North. sophomore okay. year. Um, that one I put up, I think on New Year's Eve I put that one up. Right. And, and uh, I was told that I looked like I was 12. And I said <laughs> close. I was 14. Close. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, Thanks. Yesterday I put up. A game from early '97, which so same season as the prior game uh, against Beloit. I think Dylan hit I don't know seven or eight threes that game. So that one went up yesterday, and then tonight I will put up the '97 sectional final game where we played at Racine Horlick um, against Horlick. This game has no announcing. This isn't this is a game tape. Oh, okay. So there's no commercials. There's no announcing. None of that. It's just it's just the game. Um, it's it's a little difficult to follow because you, you'd not you don't necessarily know what the score is sure. but it's a really good game and it went down to the wire uh, Horlick was really good they had a couple guys that ended up going D1 um it was funny i I remember so we we were playing them. In their gym, in the sectional final. And this is before seeding. This was, was just, just gonna say. This was just that predetermined random oh, shit man. where we're playing at Horlick in the sectional final, and it just so happened that this particular year they were really good. So we were ranked fourth. I think they were, I don't know, eight, nine, something like that. And uh, I just remember, because I, I didn't start, so I was always the first guard off the bench, and Casey Murray was the first big guy off the bench, so we would always sit next to each other. But, you know, as the game started, and it was like one of the first couple times down the floor, they had the ball and they threw it to their wing guy. His name was Javante Brooks. And he got it on the baseline and he took like one dribble and went up and just hammered it. <laughs> and I just remember looking at Casey, and Casey looked at me and he just goes, Uh oh. <laughs> that was the one time I can remember being like, I don't think we're going to win this game. <laughs> But we ended up winning it, we should have lost the night before. We played McGuanigo in Beloit and we ended up winning in overtime on some weird ass play. I, like Dylan shot a 3 and it got blocked and Aubrey caught it and like threw it over his head and got fouled and it went in and and we, we yeah, we what? won by like 2 in overtime against a team that we should have kicked their ass. Oh, but, okay. But like they were like 10 and 10 and we were 23 and 1 or something and <laughs> you know, it's just it's a sectional game. Right. Shit happens. Yep. Um, but, uh, no, this, this is a pretty fun one. And, uh, I think, you know, you get to see the, the court storming a little bit. And, um, that's cool. Yeah. It was a good one. So that, All right. that'll be what we got up this week. We'll get to, you know, 98, 99 will be in the coming ones. I've got several of those games because I was in them and sure. my parents had them. Um, but it's been cool to kind of follow the views and, you know, how's, how's the feedback been? It's been good. You yeah. know, I've, I've got. A couple of people that are repeatedly, that are watching everything and they're checking stuff out and they're, you know, they're enjoying it and, you know, just checking out the number of views I'm getting per video is, is, you know, it's not hundreds, but, you know, we're in the teens and 20s on some of them and um, that's cool. I just, you know, I hope people enjoy kind of reminiscing and seeing this stuff and, you know. Looking back and laughing at how young we all used to look. <laughs> That's so right. young and skinny.
1: Yep. Now yeah. we're old and decrepit and right. responsible adults. Sitting in
0: the bleachers for an hour and we can't fucking get out of the seat because our backs are roached and our <laughs> ass fell asleep.
1: <laughs> that is the perfect yeah. description of That's that. That's the
0: worst when you're sitting somewhere for so long that like your your ass goes numb and your feet fall asleep. Oh
1: it's, it's- awful. It's terrible. Well, I'm dealing with right now in this uh, chair. Actually, I, I'm not. I'm and good. Your nice office I'm, I'm chair good over in there. My throne. Yes, you are. <laughs> that's that's very true. So that that channel is uh, Janesville Craig Hoops Classics. Yep. So you can search for that on uh, on YouTube and and check that out. Yeah, and give some us some,
0: give me some feedback. You know, and if you know if anybody's got some games from the '90s that I don't have, right. then, you know, feel free to let me know. I did a- get asked by one of our loyal listeners, Ian Bame. If I had the game from his class, I think it was 0-3 They went to state, and I told him, "No, I only have good teams." So, <laughs> yeah, he didn't like that no, too much. No, I can't imagine. But uh, no, can't do no, that to or, our listeners, or, or, yeah, what are you well, doing? I, he, I can do it to him, <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's pretty much just all '90s is what I got because that was kind of that was our era, and sure, um, you know. But like I said, if anybody's got any good stuff that I don't have. Um, There's a game from 91 that I've got that's partial. It's the state tournament game with the Jacksons and Berlowski when they were undefeated and they lost, but a great game but i don't have the full game sure so i'd, I'd right. love to get my hands on that it's
1: on youtube at janesville craig hoops classics be nice too i, I you know right
0: i was i was i was a baby face <laughs> i even had braces i think in, like, yeah, that's in, right. in 96 Those 97 freshman,
1: sophomore years that's <sighs> that's when the that's when the braces Not like taking on. one
0: in the chops oh. with braces on
1: that is the intentional foul for this week. We appreciate you sticking with us, listening, downloading, and subscribing. And as always, please tell your friends.
0: Oh, and a, a well wish to our our buddy and loyal listener, Chris Collis, who I believe today, I believe, is having his second oh, son. Didn't even know that. So okay. uh, it's it's can be any day. I was told it's probably going to be today. So congrats to Chris right. and Emily. Hopefully. Everybody's doing good and healthy. Everybody's
1: good. All right. So until... Uh, and if he looks
0: like me, I apologize. Jeez.
1: Or the mailman. That will do it. <laughs> I'm Josh. I might be somebody's dad. We will talk to you next time. Go Bucks.